Guess what, everyone? It's season two. Thank you so much for being part of the Spillet journey with me and tuning in to the Spillet podcast. Spillet is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire people, and everybody should be learning something new. Spillet is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm over on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers are able to be part of the conversation by joining in and leaving comments as part of the live streams. For more information on Spillet, to find the links for the live shows, find upcoming episodes and guests to be part of the show, or to support me by joining the official Spillet Patreon or get yourself some merch, head over to the Spillet website at www.spillit.uk. Hello, 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 you lovely, lovely lot. It's me, it's Marcus, it's here, I'm here. Welcome one and all to my little show that I like to call Spill It. Spill It is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire others, and help people learn something new and This episode is no different because this is episode 53. (laughs) I don't know why I said it. (laughs) This is episode 53, running to confront problems. And my special guest of the evening, Dawn Marcotte, is going to be joining us at 7.10 p.m. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. I can't wait. It's going to be a really, really, really good episode. I spoke to Dawn back in April when I was sorting out my guests ready for 2021. And just the energy from Dawn was like phenomenal. And what kind of just kind of put the the nail in the coffin for me, I was just like, you know what? This now needs to happen. It's the fact that we share a birthday. We shared a birthday. Like, so it was completely random. And we were t- we were chatting away and then she'd said, and then, oh, we'll, we'll book in at this date because that's just after my birthday. My birthday is the 4th of July. And I was like, oh, no, that's also my birthday. And yeah, so we uh, so we booked and that's it. And, and the rest is history. She's booked. She's ready. She's in the green room waiting to come out patiently. But until then, you get me. <laughs> so thank you for... Staying with me. <laughs> Don't forget to like, share, and comment. All you have to do is like, share, and comment this as you are watching it. If you like it, it means that other people get to see it. If you share it, it means that, as I said, other people in your friends and your family and your little community and all of that lot also get to see it. And they come into the into the spillet community and they become teacups themselves. And also, if you comment, it means that I get to do lovely things like this, where Linda has commented saying, morning. Morning, Linda. I hope you're okay. Thank you so much for commenting. And that's why it is important to comment, because we get to discuss your comments live on air. Awesome. Awesome sauce. I've never said that before, ever, in my life. I don't know why I said it now, but there you go. If you haven't checked out our other episodes yet, make sure you do. You can head over to the Spillet website at www.spillet.uk and you will be able to see all of the episodes in action 
live, not live. You'll be able to see the future ones live, obviously, because they're in the future. But if you want to see the past episodes, then they won't be live. But you want to see what we do here at Spill It. You've been to see all of the other guests from back in season one, obviously the first episode, all the way up to now because we're on episode 53. And also if you wanted to just listen to them because you like the sound of my voice and my guest's voice and you want to be driving in your car and listening to me, then you can do. All you have to do is head over to the Spill It website and you can listen to it via podcast. So if you like Spotify or Google or Apple or wherever you want to listen to your podcast, then you can do. You just go onto the website and you can get the links. Simple. It's all simple. <laughs> so keep those comments and questions rolling in. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome sauce, Linda. Awesome sauce. <laughs> and as I say, make sure that you hit that share button. It's super, super important. It just means that more people get to see this and they might think, oh, do you know what? I've never heard of Spill It or I've never actually seen this before or they're actually doing an episode that i actually quite like and that's the joy of spill it but there's plenty of podcasts or shows or whatever out there and they will have like a set like kind of niche where they go we're only going to talk about this subject and that is great because obviously you you then channel everything towards that particular audience but why i kind of wanted to do is reach out into different communities and reach out to uh, around the world essentially to what people my one person might tune into one episode and think, you know what, I absolutely love that. Um, and then they might tune into the next episode and go, that wasn't for me, but at least I've learned something. And that's what it's all about. It's about connecting people together, inspiring, and helping people learn something new. Let's move on to announcements. Announcements time. It's coming home. Football. Yes, football. Go football. <laughs> I'm not really a massive football fan. However, it's coming home. I'm going to say that because England are in the semifinals and they are facing off against Denmark this evening at 8 p.m. So you've got me and Dawn up until 8 p.m. and then you can watch the football straight after. That is epic, right? That is epic. What what more would you want in your life? You wouldn't want anything else, right? (laughs) But football is, it may be coming home. It may not be coming home. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Nobody knows. We all want football to come home, though, right? Okay. So England are facing off against Denmark this evening. So make sure that you are tuning in for that and support the team, you know, because they're doing well. Go football. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you got me and Dawn up until eight o'clock, and then you can watch the football straight after. There you go. Your next bit of news as well. Ah, on Saturday, my radio show officially launched. Oh, my days. It officially launched. A little bit of Marcus officially launched. Oh, it was so good. Thank you, everybody, as well, for tuning into the radio show on Beat 103. So for those who don't know, if you've been living under a rock, I don't know. But the radio show, um, Beat One Off, the radio, Beat 103, which is an FM radio, for those who don't know, Beat 103, invited me to, to be a presenter. And now I'm a, an official presenter of Beat 103. My slot is on Saturdays at 3 p.m. until 4 p.m. So I get an hour slot. We are going to look at extending that at some point as well. So you'll have more of me. Uh, but to start off with, I get an hour to kind of showcase what I do. And that officially launched on Saturday, which was absolutely amazing. I had the best time. It was so, so cool. And I'm back this week. I got my feedback today from the show and how it was, uh, etc. Yvonne's in the comments going, boo, and then boo. Is it because I'm talking about football, Yvonne? 
<laughs> you're not a football person, Yvonne. Is that is that what we're talking about? Are you booing because I'm talking about football? <laughs> and then Linda was kind of saying, so good, so good, so good. It was. It was really, really good. I had some amazing music. I am actually going to be launching um, the a, a brand new Instagram and a brand new Facebook page specifically for a little bit about Marcus, which is the the name of the radio show. I'm going to be doing that so when people are watching the radio show, they can get in touch, they can give requests, they can do what this, they can do the other, whatever. Oh, she's doing it as a scary boo. Right, okay. It was proper good, Marcus. <laughs> it was proper good, Marcus. No, no pool boo making you jump. Okay, hang on. Let's, let's try that. Okay. So she said boo in a way to make me jump. Ready? Ah! <laughs> you made me jump. You made me jump, Yvonne. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, yeah, if you are wanting to um, watch, no, you can't watch it. If you wanted to listen to my brand new radio show, it's at Beat 103 every Saturday at 3 p.m. until 4 p.m. It's called A Little Bit About Marcus, but you will hear more of that after today's show because it is 10 past seven. And we all know at 10 past seven, that's when my guest comes out and they do, they talk their story, they tell their truths, they spill it. <laughs> and I cannot wait because Dawn is ready to come out. She's waiting patiently. She's waiting patiently behind the curtain. <laughs> Please, can you uh, drop your favorite emoji? Please, can we give a massive, warm welcome, a round of applause to the lady of the hour? She's here. She's going to tell us all. I can't wait. She's an amazing person. You're going to love this energy. Honestly, you're going to love it. Here she is. Here she is. It is Dawn Marcotte. Hello. Hello. Wow. Now I have to live up to that introduction. You do, indeed. Oh, all right. I will do my best. Yes, you have to have all the energy now because I said that like <laughs> your energy is brilliant. So. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was to be fair though, like when we had the chat, we genuinely we just clicked straight away. And I yeah. as as I said, like very like at the start of the episode, I had a very bad day that day like it, with interviewing people there were just there was nobody that was just really like when you speak to somebody you just kind of vibe with them like mm -hmm. and you just know that that's a person that i really want because you, you've got to have chemistry to be able to do something like yeah. this to be able to, oh, totally. to, to talk yeah. to have a conversation and i'd gone through four or five different people and i was just like i'm not i'm yeah. not feeling that chemistry and then you came out and you were just like Boom! This is me. This is what we do. This is what I'm talking about. And I was like, oh my God! <laughs> I loved it. I, I, I do get very it. enthusiastic about things, yes. <laughs> yes. It was good. It was good because that's me. And I was just like, yes, this is the energy that I need right here at Spill It. Uh, Linda has come into the comments saying, happy birthday for last Sunday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> birthday twin over here. <laughs> Uh, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm really excited to be here. This is awesome. Good, 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 good. Well, 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 before we get into it, are you ready to play a little game? <sighs> okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Sure. Let's go. <laughs> good. Because it's time to play the five second rule. Okay. That's right. It is the five second rule. This is a game that I play with all of my guests. It's a game. It's nice. It's a nice, easy icebreaker game. It's okay. just a little bit of fun. 
All we do is that I ask you to name three somethings, and you have got five seconds to oh. name those three somethings. It's as simple as that. Now, pre, like a bit of a disclaimer for you. This oh. isn't a family-friendly show, so if you do oh. say something that you perhaps feel like you shouldn't have said it's completely fine okay. and the reason that i say that is because linda will obviously say it very sh shortly in the comments oh there she goes straight away game <laughs> um, so linda loves the dirty questions oh okay now i'm not going to ask you any dirty questions it's just okay, thank you. it's the first it's, it's you just got to say the first thing that comes to the top of your head and obviously sometimes when when i ask these questions sometimes they lead you into thinking right, right i've got to say that so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so don't basically okay. basically okay. just don't have a filter just okay. don't think about no it just say it. no filter no, just no say filter. what you want okay okay cool we're gonna start off easy okay start off easy. all right name three objects that create a lot of noise <laughs> do my children count <laughs> <laughs> Because I got two <laughs> very noisy people. Um, so noise, um, stereo, uh, you know, and the air sirens, air raid sirens. Yeah. Go off on Wednesdays. Really? They <laughs> go on Wednesdays? You just missed them. I'm so glad we didn't start right away because the air sirens are going off outside my window. And all I could think was, I hope they're done before he pulls me on because they don't need to hear them. <laughs> But they test them once a month, and this happens to be the day and the time. So how how far away do you live from them? Well, it's one in my backyard. Oh so my life! Really loud. Yeah, it's really loud. They test them. They use. I'm in the United States, and they use them for um, severe weather warnings. So, like, if there's mm. a tornado or storm blowing out, they uh, set the air raid sirens off. We're all supposed to run to the basement. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Definitely a loud noise there. Anyway. So very loud. Yes. <laughs> Uh, question number two, name three animals that live in cold places. Uh, polar bears, penguins, and um, snow leopards. I'll give you that one. That was just in time. Okay. A lot of pressure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to ask you two more. Normally I ask three oh, questions, but I'm okay. going to ask you two because right. there's okay. two that I really want to know. Okay. Okay. So name three things you do when no one is looking. Uh I brush my teeth. I don't know. I'm usually alone. Usually alone in the bathroom. <laughs> Not always. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> There's always stuff. If it's not a child, it's a cat. I never know. <laughs> if it's not a child, it's a cat. <laughs> I mean, fellow parents can attest to this. I haven't been to the bathroom by myself in like 20 years because I have children and I have pets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, okay, your final one. Okay. Name three famous bold people. Bold people. Um, Michelle Obama. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I like this question. Michelle Obama. Uh, um, well done. <laughs> thank you. I don't think well on my feet. Did I point that out? <laughs> oh, that set me off. Okay. That is amazing. Thank you so much for those You're answers. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. I have to share with you, though, just real quick. 
the five second rule, I'm in the United States. I don't know if it's the same where you are, but the five second rule determines whether or not you can pick food up off the floor to eat it after it's falling on the floor. For us, it's a three second rule. We have three Uh, second rule. We're a little slower here in the States, so we get five. Five seconds. Five seconds five. is too much. Five <laughs> seconds is too much. That oh, bacteria right. is well all over that. They, all right, all right. they, they, they surround. They surround the food. The bacteria oh, surrounds okay, the food, okay. and all they right. wait the three seconds before <laughs> and then they, they charge. attack. Okay. And then they charge. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's three seconds over here. So if it's five seconds for you, then okay. yeah, right. just means just means that the food lasts a little bit longer. A little bit longer. A little bit. A few more <laughs> preservatives over here. Maybe that's it. Uh, Yvonne has said, no, it's 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Drop it 30 seconds after, it's still fine. Don't worry. I was saving it for later. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's get into it because I'm really looking forward to, to okay. discussing everything and everything, everything and anything with you. But the question I've got for you is Okay. Who is Dawn Marcotte? <sighs> okay. Um, so I've already given you a few hints here and there. I live in the United States. I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is kind of in the middle and towards the North. So very cold winters. I am a mom. As I mentioned, I have two beautiful children who are a young adult and teenager. So two girls, I can, you know, uh, <laughs> we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's all I have to say. We can see it. It's going to be awesome. And we hope someday they'll speak to us again in full sentences. Um, that I am also a runner. I am a reader of all things mystery, sci-fi. I also read a lot of fantasy books. I'm a huge, huge reader. And I am a freelance writer, which I have done for over 10 years. It started as a side gig for just to make some extra money. And then unfortunately in 2020 with COVID, as with many other people, I lost my corporate job. So I thought, hey, let's take it full time and see what we can do. So um, I did actually write a book, which is just published in June. Yay. Very exciting. Very exciting. Yes. I am really, it it was phenomenal. Um, It it was a wonderful experience writing the book because I I interviewed a bunch of entrepreneurs, online entrepreneurs. So it's not just what's in my head. Um, It it got a lot of input and I really enjoyed it. I had never done that part before. Everything I'd ever written before just kind of spilled out of my head onto the page and I ran with it. So having all of these people give me all of their wisdom and learnings and things. It was just, it was so much fun. And that's a big part of who I am is a continuous learner. I always like to discover new things, uh, learn a new software, I don't know, whatever. I just really enjoy finding new things, finding out new information. In fact, my dad says that if you don't learn something new every day, that day that you don't learn something new, that's the day you die. Like, okay, let's let's not do that. Let's Let, just let's not going. let's not die. Let's, let's keep not learning. Die. Let's just keep learning. So that's just a big part of who I am. Let's let's not die. Let's keep learning. Coming yep. on t-shirts in the future. Yep. I could I could do that. We could have a great shirt. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll make we'll make great t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's amazing. And obviously, you so you just said that you've uh, so you've just had your book published as yep, well. Yep. Which is absolutely phenomenal. So well done for that. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is it weird seeing like your book it, out there? It is a little bit weird, I'll be honest, because in this was not my first book. I have somewhere in the neighborhood of 15, 16 books that I've written over okay. the years. Yeah. But they're all self-published. You know, I do the covers, I do the editing, I do everything. 
and I just have an idea about something. Um, they're all kind of how-to books. My first one was uh, things to do with kids to keep them so their face isn't in a screen because I was very passionate about that when my kids were little. And it was great and it did fairly well, woohoo. But this book was different because I got it professionally edited. I have a professional cover. You know, I really went that extra mile and it's available in a paperback version in addition to just the Kindle version. So I actually have a copy and I look at that and I keep it on my shelf and I'm like, I did that. Why did I do that? <laughs> Why did I put my name on it? What if people don't like it? What, you know, and then it, that whole rabbit hole you go down. But uh, it is a little bit weird to see my name out there because I am such a huge reader. And I'm a, there are certain authors that I will read anything they put out there because I'm such a big fan. And there's that little voice in the back of my head that goes, oh, that could be me. Someday I might have a fan. It would be awesome. Well, I'm, I'm sure that we're going to have to have a, a conversation about it. So I'm in the process of writing a book okay. at the moment. So it's it's my very, very, very first book oh, that I would exciting. have written. It is very exciting. And we're, we're going to have to talk about the whole process and all that yeah. when you're oh, self-publishing because yeah. i'm i'm self-publishing uh, okay. so that's that's the route that i'm going down so we'll we'll talk we'll talk more about that in the, okay. later on okay. uh, definitely because yeah there's there's many it's basically my book's going to be a self-help book it's going to be okay. about um looking at things in in a more positive way and how to put a positive spin on on certain things and, and life and all that law, which yeah. to be fair links quite well with this episode is how to like you know think positively and do yeah. things more constructively and all that law, which we're going to get into so yeah. I want to know who was Dawn. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, it's uh, been an interesting journey. I, uh, my, like I said, my kids were are a little older, so I was a different person when they were little. And you had, you, that's where your focus is. You got to take care of the kids. And I have always wanted to be a mom, um, so it was just kind of a fulfillment of a dream, which is great. But it's parenting is hard. There's a lot of stress there. People don't talk about that part a whole lot. You're just supposed to love your kids and it's going to be wonderful in those, you know, hallmark moments or whatever, those beautiful greeting card moments that you're supposed to have. They don't talk about the time that the child picked up the red, blue and green crayons and colored all over the bathroom. <laughs> I have pictures. Oh, dear. <laughs> She's just standing there looking like, look what I did, mom. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> It's fine. it's fine. Um, but you know, another big part of my life has been running. I actually, I run marathons. So I didn't start doing that though, until after my um, oldest child was born. I have had some ups and downs in my health and lots of downs, probably more than ups. And uh, my brother got tired of listening to me crab about, well, you know, I'm out of shape and I'm fat and I'm blah, 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 right? So he challenged me to run the local Twin Cities Marathon. And this is 14, 15 years ago, something like that. We had a year to train for it, which is good because I needed the whole year. I couldn't even run from my driveway to the stop sign, you know, 30 yards away. It, it was bad. It was really bad. Um, but it was a lot of fun to train with him. So I did that. I ran the Twin Cities Marathon, which is 26.2 miles, for those of you who are not familiar with what how long a marathon is. And uh, it was fantastic. And when I was done, I was like, yeah, I want to do this again. And I did. <laughs> that, I, I don't even think I'd be able to get to that point. I, the thing is, I started running. Mm -hmm. uh, running for me was, so I was thrown in at the deep end. Uh, okay. I was, uh, so we have something in the UK 
called Park Run, which is essentially a run around the park. It's an organized, it's a free event, okay. uh, but it's timed as well. So you can get your own time, you can get your PBs and things like right, that. Right, right, um, right, right. But it's, it's five kilometers. Anyway, I okay. had not done any running oh. for years, okay. years. And then a friend of mine said, what are you doing on Saturday? And I was like, oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing anything. Why? And he said, come running with me. I was like, running? And then, uh, yeah, I he, he put me on this park run at five kilometers. And I ran it. I, I did well. I had to stop a few times and walk. Uh, but I still did it. And I, I completed it. And then I got the bug. And it is like a bug, isn't it? You just start it running is. and just yeah. like, keep doing it. Yeah. It, it's just, it's so addicting. I never thought, because as I'm running, I'm like, why did I do this? I can't believe I got top 10. I paid someone to allow me to do this. What was I thinking, right? But at the end, that sense of accomplishment, when you've done something that is so difficult, not a lot of people run marathons. It's become more popular in the last number of years, but still percentage-wise of, of the larger population, not a lot of people run marathons. And to say that I completed it, I not only started it, I finished it because there's a certain percentage that never finish. They start, they get halfway through, whatever. Injuries happen, things happen. But there was just such a sense of accomplishment to do this really, really hard thing. And it's not like I was even close to the front. I was glad to not be dead last. I had, I don't know, five or 10 people behind me when I finished. But I beat the time that you have to, because there's a, a time limit to running these things. You can't be out there for 12 hours or whatever. You have to get it done in six hours, most races. And uh, I beat that. I was super not excited. Done. So then I was addicted and I wanted to to keep going. But Sad, I, I shouldn't say sadly. Um, so I started training for my next marathon and I just could not do it. I just couldn't get past 14 miles. Turns out I was pregnant. So <laughs> yeah, right. With my second child. So I'm like, wow. okay, maybe we won't be doing that marathon. <laughs> <after> <laughs> um, so I stopped for a while because then my children were little, they were a lot of time and they wouldn't sit in strollers for more than a half hour at a time and you can't train for a marathon if you can only run for a half an hour at a time i don't speedy gonzalez doesn't even run that fast it's not gonna work um so i gave it up until my kids got a little bit older and then i picked it up again about five or six years uh, probably about five years ago i picked it up again because again teenagers don't want anything to do with mom and dad anyway i've suddenly got plenty of time where i could go for my long runs and uh, I, I really enjoy it. I didn't think I would as much now that I'm a little older, um, but I do. I still really enjoy getting outside and running in the outdoors. Good. And what has, what has running done for you? Obviously not, not just physically, but mentally as well. How has running really helped? Well, because I run marathons, I think it's a little different than when you are just a runner who goes out and does three or four miles or whatever you do just because you want to stay in shape because there's more to it. Um, there's not just the running part. There's like I talked about continuous learning. So I'm always staying up on what's the new technology for shoes? What's the new nutrition recommendation? Things like that. So I'm always learning about ways to do it better. Now I don't run fast. I will never run fast. I know that that's okay. I don't need to win. I just need to finish. So that's the other thing that I've really learned is that even though the experts say do this or do this or do that, just because they're experts doesn't mean you have to listen to them. You can listen, but you don't have to do that. And that's what I learned because I used to run for years when I was running, I would just keep going. No walking, just keep going. And I did okay for the first half, but by the second half, I was just all worn out. 
I couldn't do it. And, it, and so it was harder on my body. And then I ran a marathon and I did something you're never supposed to do is I changed the way I did things at the race. The pacer, the woman that was supposed to keep pace or, you know, this is where you run if you want to run a 12 minute mile, whatever. Um, she did a thing where she ran for 10 minutes and walked for a minute. And I thought, I'll try that. I got to stick with her anyway, because she's my pacer. So I know how fast I'm going. And it was like a miracle. I was good until about mile 20, which was unheard of for me. And so I realized I don't have to do things the way the experts are saying it should be done just because they're the experts. If it doesn't work for me, don't do it. And that was so eye-opening for me because in all areas of my life, there are people telling me you should be doing this or you should be doing that. And it doesn't always work for me. And just the, the idea that I don't care what letters you have after your name, Mr. PhD or whatever, yeah, it doesn't mean you know what's right for me. So that was a wonderful epiphany. And then the other thing what, that has really helped me out a lot is the ability to break a big goal, the 26.2 miles, down into smaller steps. You don't just get off the couch and do that. You train for a long time. I usually train for six months or so. And I do, well, okay, when it's not COVID, I do four to five marathons a year. I don't do just one at a time. So, you know, I have to figure out this week I need to run 12 miles for my long run because by eight weeks from now, I need to have the full, whatever it is, right? I break it down into smaller steps that I can manage and I can kind of bake in, I won't say failures, but you're not always going to feel like doing what you need to do. And that's okay. You can take a step back and rest a little bit. I can bake in some extra weeks because I know the weather's going to be bad and I'm not going to want to run in the rain or, you know, I'm going to get sick or the kids are going to, something's going to change and I'm just going to need to take a step back, not completely give up, but just kind of bake in that time to go, okay, let's rest. Let's ride it out for a week and then we'll get back into it and hit it hard. And that has been so life-changing in work as well as at home because I have done a lot of project stuff in work and it's nice to have a plan, to be able to plan, to be able to figure out what are the steps that I need to do to build towards whatever the end goal is. I love that. Uh, I really liked when you talked about the these people who are uh, experts in their field and things like that and them telling you uh, how to do something and you actually going, well, actually, I don't need to do it that way. I can do it in my way, and mm -hmm. I can still achieve the same goals. I'm just doing it in my way. I really, really liked that. I'm just wondering, obviously, because there'll, be there'll be people listening or watching at home who will not, no doubt say, I am not running, and you will never catch me <laughs> running, and yeah. I will never get off this sofa. This sofa is my home now. This is my second home now. I live on this sofa. Um, but, the, you know, also medical reasons. One of the reasons that I stopped running was because I've developed um, an arthritic knee. So oh. it's, it, it yeah. you know, running for me now, it, it's not, it's a no-go, uh, or long distance in any way. I can't mm -hmm. run long distances. So I'm just wondering if there's a, a, a something that you've learned from running and all of these little life lessons and all of that mm -hmm. lot that people will be able to put in their lives. Is there something that they have got, that, what can they learn from their everyday things, their passions, their hobbies? about their life, like you have just done with your running? Well, I really think it's important to realize that the limits that you have in life frequently are ones you have put on yourself. Oh, I can't go climb that mountain. 
I'm a, I'm a big hiker too. So I'm an outdoorsy person or, you know, whatever that big thing is that you don't think you are capable of, or that you see somebody else doing and think, Oh, I would never be able to do that is not true. If you really truly want to be on a podcast for, you know, with Marcus, there are ways that you can do that. You can figure out the path and it's just where your priorities are and where you're willing to spend the time. I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not saying it's fast, but if there is something you really want to do, if you take the time to figure out what are the steps leading up to that and then break them down into, okay, well, you know, this month I'm going to start posting every day on Instagram because that's going to help me, you know, gather people into my circle of influence, whatever, you know, and, and then the next month I'm going to do something else. And then the next month I'm going to do something else. And event, all of this is going to add up to getting publicity and, and somebody's going to notice me and then I get to be on TV. I don't know, whatever your goal is. Um, just breaking it down into those steps, figuring out what those are, or maybe you want to go to school. Maybe you want to get a degree in something. Oh, I would love to be a veterinarian or I would love to learn how to fix a car. Whatever it is, you can do it. You just need to break it down into actionable steps that you can manage one step at a time. When you look at that whole big picture, it's too overwhelming. But when you can break it down into the little steps, you can take the little steps forward. I really like that. And so let's talk about coaching mm -hmm. because that's that is what you've just described there is very coaching isn't it it's, it's yeah, getting it people to think from a from a from a new perspective mm -hmm. and ultimately you you're completely right the majority of things that we we put our own blockers out there we say we can't do that we are our own worst enemy we yes. are the person that's putting up the walls and thinking we can't do that and that comes from you know, self-sabotage, imposter syndrome. There, there's so many, there's so many things. And obviously just natural things where we think, right. oh no, I've never done that before, which means I'm never going to be able to do it. Right. And um, so there's there's a multitude of different things, but let's talk about coaching because you help people see their potential as well. Yeah, I, I do. I do. Um, I don't have necessarily the type of coaching program that most people think about. Um, I give out free advice because I like to help people. But most of my coaching goes into my books. I just, I'm, my business is based on something called passive income. I don't want to do things that are tied to my time. And so I can write a book and I can share all kinds of information and that's out there for everybody. And I can move on to the next thing, which, you know, the next book or the next whatever. But yes, I, I have a Facebook group and I love to help women, particularly women, just kind of really take that next step get that understanding of, of how are they getting in their own way? What are their, what are they thinking they can't do or shouldn't do that they can just get rid of that? No, nope, don't even think about that. Just do what feels right to you or those things that they should be doing that they're uncomfortable doing. And then you get into that whole guilt of, Oh, I should be doing Facebook lives, but I don't want to do Facebook lives, but I should be right. And then you, you just spiral out of control and, yeah, that's bad too. So yeah, I, I really love helping people, giving them advice, sharing my 10 plus years of online business. I've, I've had a number of different web businesses over the years and just sharing that experience because I see, especially in the last year with COVID, a lot of people who lost their jobs thought, okay, I'll jump online and create a business and make some income because I can't go get another job. 
right now. And I saw so many people try it, come face to face with the reality and just give up because they didn't understand the the kind of the inner workings, the details, the the how do you make it work? Well, you're not going to make it work in 90 days, but in a year, yes, you can. You can get there. You can create financial freedom or another revenue stream. Because that's the other thing I think it really it just kills me when I see this in people is they they give up and they go back to their nine to five job, which is not bad. But after having lost more than one job, I'm like, you you just can't depend on just one thing anymore. Have a side gig. Everybody has a passion around something. You can create some sort of revenue stream if you work at it long enough that brings you in a little extra income. So when I first started writing, all I wanted was enough money to pay for my kids' birthday parties and soccer games and all those extra things that go into parenting that we couldn't quite afford, all the fun stuff. That's all I wanted. And that's what I got from my freelance writing, from the different books and things that I did. You can take that, make it full-time, or keep it part-time. It's, it's all pretty much the same process. It's just how much work you put into it. That, I, I really do agree with the whole side gig thing. I think many people kind of get caught up in the whole working nine to five for like, because this is my main source of income. And, mm -hmm. you know, we, we tend to find ourselves being locked into jobs that we don't necessarily care about. It's just mm -hmm. the fact that it's the money. That's the one that brings in. I mean, this is why I've got the amount of things that I've got. <laughs> like I don't stop. I, the, 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 you know, the people who are, who are watching now who've been in the comments, they go to one of my dance classes that I teach twice a week. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I've got that. And that's, that's been a brand for the last, it started off like that as a particular run started off in like eight years ago, but it stopped okay. and then started and stopped yeah. and started. And I couldn't figure out the right formula for it. And it's only the last three years. This is the third year that I did my relaunch that it's worked. Mm -hmm. And I put in the time and the effort to get it right. Yeah. And it's now my second source of income. It's now my second thing. Yeah. I've also now obviously got this. I've got my podcasting, which mm -hmm. obviously pulls in stuff from, from, from you know, adverts and from merchandise and all of that line. Yeah. You, you're right. You have to work at, you, you can't, things aren't just easy. You can't just no. go, right, well, this is what I want and I'm going to start it. And then next week it's going to, I'm going to be like yep. this, it's going to be yep. big. And all of it. You've got to put in that time. As I said with, um, with, so my dance class is called Dance X. With Dance X, it, that has been a brand. I registered that as an actual company eight years ago, probably okay. eight or nine years ago, I, I registered it and it just never went anywhere. And I had to cancel it and I stopped it and then started it and then stopped it and then started it. And now... I've not had to. We've not had a break. We went all the way through lockdowns. We were doing uh, classes online. Like you have to, you have to put in the work. And I and I put in the work. I put in the time. I put in the effort. I put in my money. I've put in absolutely everything to make sure it works. And I've made sure as well that yeah. I don't just give up because you can't. When it comes to your passions, you've got to work at it because it's worth it in the end. I look back, I look back on, on all the stuff that I've done and I think I'm really glad that I took a chance and mm -hmm. I tried it. I was talking about this on the, uh, on the radio actually earlier. Uh, I went down to the radio studios because uh, I'm, I'm, I've obviously talked about my, uh, my radio show and we, we were literally talking about this, like the fact that you can't just stop You've no, got to, you've no, got to push. Got to keep going. Got to keep going. Well, and that's the thing. Even if it doesn't work out, that's still a data point. 
That tells you what didn't work. Okay, well, let's tweak it a little bit because sometimes it's as simple as changing a few words and how you phrase something and all of a sudden it hits mm -hmm. or, you know, changing your focus just a little bit. Oh, I don't want to do a video podcast. I'm going to do just an audio podcast. And for whatever reason, that resonates with your with people more, whatever, you, you know, you just got to keep going until you find that thing that feels authentic to you and resonates with the people you want to work with. Because that's the other thing I talk about a lot in my book is you have to stay true to who you are. You can't try and pretend to be something you're not and expect it to work because people pick up on that and they're not going to trust you and they're not going to buy from you. And that is the ultimate goal of a business is to sell whatever you're selling to people. And especially if it's some sort of personal brand, coaching, whatever, if you're trying to be something you're not, that's just not going to work. Exactly. Let's uh, let's talk about your book. Oh yes. Because, so you, you know, because you're here as well, and we we, yep, we, yep. we needed to talk about this book. It's it's there. It's been released. Yep. I I was really excited when you started talking about it back in April when we had our pre-show chat, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing more about it. And you were like, well, just before, like when 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 I come on the show, it would have just been yes, released. I, perfect timing. I exactly. Know. So off you go. Tell me everything about this book. How is it being? What's it about? Uh, what's the reception being on it? Everything. Well, let's start with the title. Uh, it's, called, <laughs> it's called Success Guaranteed, Nine Lies Online Entrepreneurs Need to Know. So I'll be honest, when I started writing this book, I was a little irritated. I was kind of angry, actually, because I had seen so many people, like I said earlier, just give up. One of the things, if you've ever even thought about being an online entrepreneur and you go and you Google something or you're in a Facebook group and you say something, you'll, you know what happens. You are suddenly just bombarded with all these people who I'll make your website for you. I'll do your logo for you. I'll do all this. I'll do that. Right. You just sudden massive input. Right. But it's not the right stuff. It's not what you really need to know. Um, and so much of the marketing that targets new entrepreneurs makes it sound like it's going to be fast. It's going to be easy. You're going to make lots of money. You can figure this out yourself. All these, there were nine lies and I didn't come up with them myself. I came up with the first three, but I actually went out to social media to new entrepreneurs and said, Hey, what are you hearing? What, what is driving you nuts that people are telling you that you're finding just is not true. And so I narrowed it down because I got more than nine, but I narrowed it down to the nine top lies or myths um, that you run into when you're trying to build an online business. And I broke them down and said, this is why it's not true. So just for, uh, for example, the number one myth is that it's going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. But I've been online long enough that I actually know where that came from way back in the day when dinosaurs were anyway, uh, <laughs> when the internet was new. Um, the big thing about building a business online, everybody was saying it's so much easier online than a brick and mortar business, which is true. It takes three to five years to get a brick and mortar business up and running and profitable. An online business, you can do it in a year. That's faster. That's not fast. Somehow it's morphed into that, well, in 30 days, you're going to be doing this. And in 90 days, you're going to be sitting on a beach sipping adult beverages, uh, just letting the money roll in. And that's not how it works. So what I did is I went out and I interviewed 20 plus entrepreneurs. So these are people that are doing it everywhere from I've been in business for 35 plus years 
to their people that have brick and mortar businesses and online businesses, products, services, all the way down to I've been in business for only a year or two. So across the whole spectrum, um, single moms, people take care of older kids, people with health issues, whatever. I, I wanted to make sure there was something in the book that everyone would resonate, that no matter who you are, you would find someone that sounds like you that is doing it, that you can say, oh, I, they're doing it. I can do it. I can figure this out. I can do this too. Um, but in addition to breaking down the myths of, of, you know, what's the reality, I also give a lot of how-to information because there are certain themes that came out from talking to all these people. And some of the things were things like you need to create a support system. And we're not talking about just your family. Entrepreneurs, people who understand what you're going through, you need to have a support system. Um, finding a coach. Well, how do you find a coach? Who do you know is the right coach for you? So, you know, step-by-step -step stuff of processes that you can go through that you can take away and immediately implement in your business, in your life to help you move forward. And then of course I included contact information for all of the people that helped me, all of the uh, people that I interviewed because there are quotes from them directly in the book. But then at the end, there's contact information. So, you know, several of them are coaches doing different things. So if you find someone that resonates and you want to reach out to them, there is that as well. And one of them actually came up with a great suggestion for the book was to include additional resources. Because again, if you're a new entrepreneur, you don't necessarily know who to listen to. So there's a list of books that were suggested by them, a list of people that were suggested by them to just kind of get you started, get your toes wet, um, get a little peek into it and, and figure out what the reality is. Because I do believe that the internet is the single best way to make money. You don't need a college degree. You don't need a business background. You don't even need a computer. All you need <laughs> is a smartphone. I've seen people do it with just a smartphone um, and a passion and the tenacity to stick with it. If you have those things, you can create a second income if you have a corporate job you love and you don't really want to leave, but you want that extra security or a full-time gig. Maybe you are not enjoying your corporate job and you want to jump into your passion. Or for me, writing has always been my retirement career. I was going to keep at it and just you know have fun with it because I do love writing, but I wasn't going to worry about making money until I retired and then you know have something to do. Retirement maybe came a little early. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. <laughs> anyway, um, so, you know, I just, I really am so passionate about this. I, it just drives me nuts to see people starting and trying and just getting overwhelmed and buried by the, the whole industry of online business when I know that they are capable of doing it. They just need someone to show them how, to show them that, they can do it, they are capable, and here's a roadmap to find the right way to do it for you. Because there is no one right way, there's lots of wrong ways, I know, I've tried a lot of them. <laughs> but they're wrong for me, they might be right for you. Everybody's different, every business is different. So that's what my book is. It is available on Amazon as both an ebook and as a paperback. Um, couple more months, it will probably be available in other places as well. Uh, but if you are not familiar, Amazon likes for you to just 
put it through Amazon for mm -hmm, the first three mm -hmm. months. They're, they're <laughs> kind of picky that way. But anyway, uh, eventually it will be available other places. If you cannot find it there or if for whatever reason you can't get it, I feel free to reach out to me. I'm more than happy to send you a free PDF. Um, it's not as pretty, but I, I just really want to get this information out there to the people that really, really need it. That's brilliant. And I'm sure what, what we'll do is we'll put some links after the show as well. Awesome. Um, so people can get like direct links as well to uh, the Amazon site so they can buy yeah. it yes. um, and, and, and all that as well. So is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like the opportunity to discuss now? I don't think so. I think we've pretty much covered everything. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate the opportunity. I will talk about this stuff for hours at a time if you let me. So <laughs> I probably would better stop there. <laughs> Where can people find you, though, if they wanted to have more information about the work that you do, maybe running in general, maybe even like for more information on your book, the coaching aspect of it as well? Where can people find you? The best place to find me is on Facebook. I spend way too much time on Facebook. I have a group called Women Coaches and Consultants Growing Our Business that you can join, or you can just reach out to me directly uh, on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram, uh, Don.Marcott, just my name. And I do have a website that is dm-consultingllc.com that has lots of free information as well as a paid membership part so you can get lots of the information that I share um, in that paid part. There's classes and, and videos and all kinds of things in that particular section of the website. So that's where you can find me. Brilliant. And again, we'll post those links after the show as well. And we'll put them into the show notes for the podcast as well. Awesome. So make sure that you do check them out. Right. Can I have your final thoughts? What should people take away from today's episode? I think the most important thing is to understand that you are capable of doing far more than you ever thought you could. If you break it down into steps and take it one step at a time, you can accomplish amazing things. Brilliant. I love it. And that will take us nicely. It's a nice little segue I into so. <laughs> your quote now at the end of at the end of every episode i give my guests the opportunity to give a quote it's a little motivational and inspirational quote we are hoping to inspire people here at spill it so i am wondering if you have got our uh, a quote for my viewers and listeners today i do it's one of my favorite quotes i don't remember who said it and i apologize for that but uh the quote is that the elevator to success is out of order you need to take the stairs one step at a time. I love that. And what does that quote mean to you? Why is well, it important? It just reinforces the fact that there are no shortcuts to success. You have to take the steps to build what's going to work for you. Um, because if you try and take those leaps forward, it, it's just not going to be sustainable. I absolutely love that quote. And to be fair, you're right. Like there is, there is no shortcut to success you've got to put in the time you've got to put it and you've got to make mistakes that's the biggest mm -hmm. thing as well you know trip up the stairs every now and again <laughs> you got <laughs> you're going to learn from those mistakes like you'll know what works what doesn't work and the only way that you're going to have success is if you do fail yeah. like you've got to have those little moments where you think that didn't quite work as well as i expected because then you can change it nothing works straight away yeah. not one person created something and went 
that is perfect, and I'm happy with that if, on on first draft. Like yeah. that doesn't that doesn't work. You yeah. have to put in the work, and you have to mess up. You have to fail. You have to trip up because that is where you learn. That is when the the learning experience happens. It's better to fail ten times or a hundred times than to not fail at all. Yeah, and I'm Agreed. a firm believer in that. Agreed. Yes. Well, thank you so much. As I said, I was really looking forward to getting into this with you, and you did not fail to keep a smile on my face. I love your energy. You've got (laughs) you've got good juju. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you are free to say your goodbyes. Well, thank you very much, Marcus. Thanks, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed it as well. Thank you, and I'm I'm sure we've it's it's not the last we've seen of you. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. There you go. What an amazing episode. And I'm sure that you'll agree that Dawn is such a good person to have on the show as well. It, just her insight, especially to business side of things, I think is absolutely phenomenal. So yes, thank you so much, Dawn, for coming on the show, sharing your, your truth with us here at Spill It, with me and my viewers, my listeners at home. (laughs) Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Right. Well, next week we have, uh, to be fair, this is a really good episode, especially for you women out there, because we have got Julie Polston coming on the show for the episode Rise of the Phoenix. Julie is a coach, a women's, uh, a women's specific coach who coaches women in a rebirth, so if you may, you may have been going through a little bit of a, a hard time. Julie is a coach that will help you forget about the current situation and be reborn into the flame woman that you are. <laughs> she is absolutely epic and I cannot wait to have her on the show. She will be here talking about it all, talking about her coaching and also what it can do for you. Why it's important to remember who you were because it'll be it'll make you a stronger person in the future. My name is Marcus Wright. And to get more information on Spill It, to see upcoming episodes and more, you can head over to the Spill It website at www.spillit.uk. There you'll be able to find out all of the upcoming episodes. You'll be able to connect with all of my guests. And also you'll be able to find links to the previous episodes on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, And also listen to the audio podcasts over on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. When I don't do this, I also run a radio show. It's called A Little Bit of Marcus, and you can tune into that every single Saturday at 3 p.m. until 4 p.m. So you get an hour of Marcus. So that's why it's called A Little Bit of Marcus. And all you have to do is tune into Beat 103 Radio. (sighs) I love it. I can't wait to get back there on Saturday. So make sure that you tune in this week on Saturday at Beat 103, more music radio. And also to support me and the work that I do, you can. You can head over to the Spillet website. You can buy merch. You can join the Patreon, the official Patreon, where you get bonus episodes and you also get discounts off merch and more. You can also invite people to the Spillet community here on Facebook. Or you can also leave a review if you're listening to this via Facebook or you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts. 
then you can leave me a review. Leave me a cheeky review if you did enjoy the episode. If you didn't enjoy the episode, don't leave a review. It's as simple as that. I can't make it more simple than that, really. But yes, you can buy merch. There is a new line of merch launching as well. I'm now actually wearing one of the hoodies. It says a little bit of merch. Look at this beautiful little thing. I'll post photos of this on the uh on the website as well but yeah you can get these brand new hoodies a little bit of merch now i've got it so it's like massive here like on the chest you don't need it as big as that you can actually get smaller ones or you can have it just on the back it's up to you or i can put it on joggers we can we've now do caps as well and woolly hats we do absolutely loads of a little bit of merch so if you're wanting one of those, make sure you get in touch because it's going to be taking over there's going to be so much more a little bit of in the future and i can't wait there's so many plans guys honestly i've kept this a secret for so long there is so much happening with a little bit of that i haven't told you <laughs> honestly it's it's taken so much to not tell people but a little bit of is bigger than what you think <laughs> Okay, thank you so much to everybody who tuned in. Thank you so much for watching. It's been an absolute pleasure, as always, to have you up here in the Spillick community. But for now, England are going to be kicking off in two minutes' time. So make sure that you go and support England. Obviously, if you're watching in England, if you're not watching in England, you can support us. You know, we, we won't say no. <laughs> but obviously, if you're watching in England or you're listening in England, then make sure that you go and support us and watch the match because it is the semi-finals. It's us versus Denmark. Football's coming home, guys. <laughs> and until we spill it again, it's bye for now. Yeah.